Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello 
and welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. My guest this week's mental health journey really began in December 2007 when at university he was diagnosed with having schizoaffective disorder. This led to the beginning of 2008 when he visited London Bridge to try and take his own life and this obviously became a film and there was a charity set up there. He's the most amazing guy who since then he's become a mental health advocate. He has an MBE to his name. His charity Beyond is going from strength to strength. And he is the author of two books, including his new one, The Book of Hope, which is out to buy now. I'm delighted to welcome to Security and Secure, Johnny Benjamin, MBA. Hello, Johnny. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. My well, look, for those who don't know, we grew up in the same area. We went to the same school. You're a little bit older than me, but I last interviewed yeah. you in 2015, seven years ago, when we were both in a very, very, very different stages of life. Because uh, seven years is ridiculous. Pre-pandemic, pre-Brexit even. I want to talk a little bit about you, and then we're going to talk about your book, because The Book of Hope is one of those books that everyone needs by the bedside table. And I know it's one of those things that people just say, but honestly, it's staying by my bedside table forever, because it's one of those books that's like a Bible that you can just pick up when you need it. But we'll talk about that in a bit. But just before we get there, we went to the same school, and it was yeah. the biggest school in Europe for a religion. I'm interested to know about how your experience was compared to mine, because not just because you're six years older, but because every year group has 300 people. That's 300 different experiences. So what was your experience like, Johnny? It was weird looking back, actually. Uh, I didn't I didn't really fit in. I just felt very different to most of the other sort of pupils there. I don't know. I, I found it really hard when we started secondary school just I don't know finding my place and I wasn't I wasn't very popular at all I was sort of a geek eventually I got a group of friends but we yeah we were sort of the outcasts I'd say we weren't popular and um but I just got I just kept my head down and just sort of got on with things but yeah looking back I wish there would have been more like support emotional support no one gave you any sort of guidance or support it was just like right there you go. There's your classes. Be friends with the luck. person who sits next to you, beginning with B as well. Yeah. You'll become best friends. Exactly. That is so true. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But I go back now to JFS to give talks, and that's interesting, going back and uh, talking to sort of, yeah, current students. So I do the same. And I, how does it make you feel? Because I always feel... I literally still feel like one of them. Like, I'll see the same teachers that yeah. we had, and I'm like, I still feel like a child that mm. I've not actually grown up. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of nostalgic going back. And uh, I don't know. It's, it, yeah, I feel I, I enjoy it. I really like going back. And uh, yeah, I I, um, I know my way around like it was yesterday. It's really funny. Cause I talk about mental health in assembly. And so, you know, I can often sort of see which kids might be struggling the good thing is is that now we have a you know when i was at school we didn't talk about mental health but now we can talk about mental health so when i go back yeah i have some really good conversations with the with the students about mental health how they're feeling how their friends are feeling so unfortunately uh, as you know there's been some really tragic suicides at the school in the last few years really tragic and so they 
you know, they want to talk about it. They want to talk about what, what they went through and, you know, what it was like for them. But again, it's more the girls than the boys, I find, which is a shame. But it's getting better. I just think there's so much pressure in terms of, like, the academic side of things. Everything else comes second to the academic side. So, like, well-being comes secondary. Mental health comes secondary. And it needs to come top, really. Academic side is still, like... And it's not just parents as well. There's a lot of pressure from parents as well as sort of teachers, head teacher. I just think, especially after the pandemic and, like, what we've all been through, mental health needs to come at the top. But we're not. We're definitely not there yet. It's interesting you mentioned parents because I feel like our parents haven't moved with the times. When I still get, you know, I'll say... Oh, I haven't really got any friends. Well, don't say that. You know, you need to go out on a Saturday night. You need to go and get more friends. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to be in a relationship because they've not learnt that things have changed. Everything's got older and our well-being and the focusing on ourselves is actually more important now than trying to impress other people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's difficult when, like, you know, parents, different generation, and they never grew up with um, any mental health well-being. And I think it might be hard for them to sort of adapt, you know? to like the new way that things are, the, the, the new way the world works. I think it's, it's tricky for them, really tricky. But we just got to keep pushing the message through, right? Have to. Well, exactly. But it's being open enough to push that message. Obviously, mm. your parents will know everything about you because of what you've experienced. But for, uh, for someone who hasn't had that mm. big trauma, who might just have a little bit going on here, there, you know, feeling a bit low here and there, mm. they don't know how to communicate that. No, it's, it's, it's really tough. I know lots of, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. I know lots of people, uh, like mid-30s, late-30s, 40s, that are struggling, that can't talk about it. And they can't talk about it at work, with their family, with their with their friends. I mean, I try and always be there for people and encourage them to open up. But it's still hard for people, isn't it? Like, again, particularly boys, men. I still feel there's that big stigma, unfortunately. It's a bit better, but... Mm, still still got a long way to go i think 100 percent. well look you're making a start obviously you had your first book that came out i want to focus on your new book the book of hope it's such mm. an amazing book and like i said at the top it's like a bible it's got such mm. positivity running through it with big celebrity names people who are public figures that you might not never heard of so people in there such as joe Cassini, lem sisse joe wicks gail paulson natasha devon Ryland, Katie Piper, Dame Kelly Holmes, an incredible array of people. How did you start compiling their stories and how did you work out who do I want to approach first? I just sort of got my contact uh, email list out and I was just like, right, I'm just going to email everyone that I've met over the years that I've had a connection with and just hope that they sort of say yes to, you know, sharing their words of wisdom with me. I was just pleasantly surprised, really. Everyone came back and was like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. So there's 101 different voices in the book. I was maybe hoping for like 20, 25, 30. Was not expecting everyone to come back and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll share with you. It was really amazing. I was so happy with the sort of the response. When you sent that email, what were you looking for? I just wanted people to share how they'd overcome difficult times and found hope. I said to people, it could, it could be anything. It could be a, a poem, it can be a paragraph, it can be like five pages but I just want to know how you got through those darkest times and yeah again I was just amazed at the response how open and honest and quite raw people people were in their sharings it was really inspiring actually oh it really was but I think it also helps that you use such a powerful word hope 
We don't use that mm. word enough. You know, we might use the word no. vulnerable. We might use the word acceptance, mm. but we don't ever use the word hope. What does hope mean for no. you? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think it's changed over the years, that word for me. Going back to when I was at school, I don't think I thought much about hope or positivity or anything like that. And as I've got older, and also because of the times we're living in, like with, again, the pandemic and everything we're seeing in the world, I just think having some positivity and something good in your life to, to get you through it's just so important now now more than ever so yeah for me hope is positive things you know I, I i in the book i wrote a list of all the things that i feel positive about you know whether that be like nature particularly given the time we're living in in the spring like that always gives me hope or you know animals dogs in particular always make me feel sort of positive hopeful music the book there's, there's always something there uh, sometimes it's hard to find it when you're in a really bad place, but the power of, of finding that thing, it makes such a difference. It can it change, it can really change your your day, your week, well, you know, to quote from friends, your month, your year, it can change your life around, having having just that one thing that you find that, that brings you some positivity. When was the last time that you found hope? I'm always finding hope, to be honest. I think because of the work that I do, uh, I have a, a charity and we work with young people and the young people that we work with always give me hope. They've been through some di- really difficult times, you know, with their mental health, but they are doing amazing things now. They're doing, like books and creating apps and you know just sharing their story about how they've overcome mental health challenges and just their openness and again their positivity it, it, it kind of rubs off on you when you you know when you're working particularly with young people i think therapy was a big help for me as it is to so many people i think finding the right therapist a therapist that would you know listen but also support and, and encourage me i think that has helped so much i would advise anyone that is feeling lost or has no purpose or direction to you know talk to a therapist or, or a coach a life coach and because sometimes you need that person outside of you you know not not a friend or a family member just completely external to just i don't know make you a different perspective and i think yeah therapy i i have something called cfp which is compassion focused therapy which is very holistic and is all about your relationship with yourself i think that really sort of change things around for me definitely for sure so i know about cbt but i've never heard of this one what Mm. what's involved in it yeah so obviously cbt cognitive behavioral therapy is all about like your thoughts your thought your thinking patterns cft is a bit more yeah kind of holistic where you really work on your yourself how you feel about yourself the things you say to yourself you know we say things to ourselves all the time in our heads uh, often without thinking, you know, we say, oh, I'm so stupid, I should have done it this way, or I should have done it that way, or I'm such an idiot, I'm such a failure. And yeah, we we just do it without thinking often. And CFT is all about trying to sort of, yeah, reframe your relationship with yourself and be kinder to yourself. And I think everyone could benefit from a bit of it, actually, because we are often our own worst enemies in our heads. And uh, I know I, I was with, with my mental health. I was so you know, angry at myself for my mental health issues. But yeah, CFT, working with my therapist has helped me to again, kind of reframe the way that I talk to myself, the way that I think about myself. And yeah, I really think we could all do with a bit of that because I know so many people that the way they talk to themselves, they'd never talk to anyone else, friend, family member, but just so hard on themselves. And we can change that. It doesn't have to be that way. Like every time you are in a queue and, you know, you find yourself 
saying, oh, I'm such an idiot or I should have done it this way, I should have done it. Just, you know, stopping and just being like, actually, you know, I did the best that I could. And again, basically reframing what you're saying to yourself. But it has to be a constant practice. You know, you can't just, I'll just do it five minutes here, five minutes there. Like, it needs to be something that, and eventually it becomes like habit. You know, you, uh, if you want to change a habit, it takes like three weeks, they say. So you've got to practice it like every day, all the time. You know, when you look in the mirror or, yeah, when you're out and about, just, just notice or I try and notice, you know, what I'm saying to myself, how I'm talking to myself. And it's it's quite scary, actually. Like you say, like you, the way that when you really pay attention, the way that we speak to ourselves, it's really not great. But, but again, you know, the point is we can change it. But it does take it does take work. It takes practice. It takes dedication. But anyone can do it. Anyone can change their relationship with themselves to be more kinder and more positive. And you're right. It's the way you frame things. I got into a habit. I realised of just saying sorry to everyone. I'm so sorry to email you. I'm sorry to call you. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Like, are you, even if I'm walking past someone and you go, oh, I'm so sorry, even though they're in my way, you know, and it's like, why do you always feel like you have to apologise? And I went, okay, do you know what? I'm going to spend a week not apologising to anyone. I'm not apologetic okay. to the dog owner that I'm petrified of dogs and you're in my way and you refuse to put your dog on the lead. I'm not going to say sorry. And it's interesting how my mindset changed for that week, but then also how quickly it went back to, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I know, right? And that's why it's good to have someone external to just sort of check in with my therapist. You know, I'll do things and uh, I'll, I'll take the things to him and say, look, oh, I, I said this to myself this week or, you know, I did this. And it's fine. We can chat about it and, again, reframe it. And, again, it, it's all about it's, – it's the learning. For me, it's all about learning and practicing. And I don't think there's any sort of perfect – like, there's no one in this world, even, like, Buddhist monks that have, like, you know, trained for years and decades even they will admit that they still have times when they beat themselves up and they're really, really harsh towards themselves. So there's no like, there's no one that's perfect, but it needs to be a constant practice. It has to be like a, a regular thing, but it's good to have a group, a support group or a support network or just a support sort of person, therapist, because it's, it's hard to do it by yourself. It's really hard, really difficult. Well, I think with therapy, it's one of the optimum goals everyone's got. I wish I had a therapist. You know, we look at people in New York. They've got a therapist. They've got PT. They've got this. They've got that. They've got their color juice. Uh, but therapy is expensive, and it's a commitment. And I think everyone wants it. It's the price you have to pay for it. Even if you go private, you've still got to pay a sum of money for it. I know. I I, I agree. I, look, I I completely agree. I I think I've paid uh, a lot of money uh, over the years, and I wish that there'd be a fairer system for people that you know maybe can't afford so much it is very expensive but you know we talk about the gym you know we pay a membership to gym or to you know fitness classes or, or physio i know loads of people that have a lot of physio and they pay a lot of money for their physio we should do the same in terms of our mental health if we can afford it put that money into a coach or a therapist and you know it doesn't have to be every week if it's too expensive maybe it's every two weeks maybe it's once a month but at least have something there or even support groups. You know, lots of charities like Mind and, and Rethink have support groups in local areas that is, they're free to access. Use the things that are out there. There, there. Actually, at the moment, I'm seeing lots of running clubs 
or, or walking clubs for mental health. The journalist, uh, Bryony Gordon, she started actually something called Mental Health Mates, a group that meet up and they go for walks or they go for picnics. And you just share in the group and you just be with other people that get it. And that makes a difference, I think. Just, yeah, having, a again, a, a network around you that you can rely on to talk to and to get you out of certain difficult periods is so important so important right so johnny final question the book of hope 101 voices of overcoming adversity mm. i've sold it to the nth degree for you yeah thank you appreciate but that. thank you for those who don't believe me still from you why should people be reading mm. it well, I just think these are such difficult times at the moment, you know, with everything in the past couple of years with the pandemic and the lockdowns. And now, you know, what we're seeing in the news about Ukraine uh, every single day, it's just, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, to be honest. And people are feeling really desperate and we need hope. We, we need hope. We need some positivity, some inspiration. All of, I think all of us, all of us have been affected in, in some way. And yeah, hopefully the book will... You'll find something in the book for you. Maybe it's not my story. Maybe it's, maybe it's someone else's story. The point of the book is that there's people in there from all different walks of life around the world, different cultures, communities, different experiences, depression, OCD, bipolar. You can sort of, like, literally every single diagnosis in there in the book. So, yeah, there'll be something, hopefully, for you to read, to take away, to find some inspiration in. Yeah, if you just get one thing from the book, then that's what it's all about. We just want to give give people one thing that they can take away, that they can, you know, maybe put into practice in their daily life that will give them more hope and more kind of um, positivity, really. Johnny Benjamin, the book of hope, 101 Voices of Overcoming Adversity. It's out to buy in all good bookshops now. You've been listening to Security and Secure with me, Johnny Safer. If you like what you heard, please do go on to Apple Podcasts, go down and give it a five-star rating and leave a review. It really helps spread the word that it's okay to not be okay. On social media, I'm at Johnny Safer at Security and Secure Podcast. Go and have a look at previous episodes that have been there. We've got over 130 episodes, 130 important voices, 130 different lessons for you to learn all about mental health. I've been Johnny Seifert. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.